Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode of Congratulations, episode 42, uh, Monday, November 13th, is brought to you by the Cash App. It uh, it seems that all these babies, all of our babies, are switching to the Cash App as it's the number one finance app in the App Store. They've introduced the Cash Card, which is very cool. It's a black, a new black debit card that you can design yourself and, via the app, and it allows you to use the Cash you keep in your app anywhere you want. Plus, it's the best way to pay people back. Uh, so, uh, I got it and you should too. Download the free cash app for iOS or Android now. What's up, babies? Hey, how you doing, babies? We're here. You know what? Uh... Starting off by saying, I've got an app. Type in my name in the iTunes store, Chris D'Elia, or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and you can download the app that I have. Trying to back up this motherfucking Brinks truck. Trying to help? Download the fucking app. Tired of these Brinks trucks moving forward, you know what I mean? Let's get them to make, uh, let's get them to make uh, a little bit of a fucking beep beep. Really cool to start the episode off with a fucking huge noise in my stomach, but whatever. That's how it's going to be. Um, listen, this app, this podcast that I do, um, I, 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 I fucking veer off. I talk about whatever I talk about. I don't have a, a fucking bullet points, really. Sometimes I have a few, but like I don't today. Um, and... I I figure out what I'm saying as I'm saying it, and I'm not telling you guys that to get any sort of like reaction except for what I'm telling you, what I'm trying to tell you is sometimes it's going to fucking, you're not going to understand what I'm saying because it sucks because I don't know what I'm saying yet, but we're all figuring out together. Uh, and that's what I like about this podcast. And I don't give a shit if you like a, like it or not. It's what I like. I like doing it, and if you want to listen, you fucking listen, and if you don't want to listen, you keep scrolling, okay? Um, You just keep on scrolling, baby. There's so many podcasts out there. You don't got to listen to mine. You don't got to listen to any podcast. You can listen to fucking rock and roll all day long. Go ahead and listen to the fucking uh, Led Zeppelin. Everybody loves Led Zeppelin. I couldn't tell you a Led Zeppelin song if a guy from Led Zeppelin was holding a gun to my face saying, what's one of my songs? 
I'd have zero clue what a Led Zeppelin song is. The only thing I know about Led Zeppelin is they put the fucking blimp blowing up on their goddamn CD cover. And uh, I feel you guys, too, when I'm here. It's like an audience that isn't necessarily in the same room with me, but when I'm on stage, I feel that energy, and I talk to you guys the way I I I feel, and you guys fucking laugh or you don't laugh back, and I fucking use that. I feel you out there. You're not in the same room, but you're in your car, you're in your cubicle, you're in your shower, you're in your room, you're in your dorm, and I feel you out there because you're a true baby. Um, I wish I was a little bit darker these days. You know what I mean? First of all, I'm pale as shit. But second of all, being a white guy, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough this week. Um, yeah, uh, fucking under fire. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's weird, man. The whole country is racist, no matter what. We can't do anything about it. It's just how it is. It's how it's going to be. If, uh, if one cop fucks up, all cops fuck up, you know, one fucking Asian guy gets into a car accident. They all can't drive one white guy fucking takes his dick out. All of the white guys take their dick out. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. And there's nothing we can do about it. There's no progress, you know? There's no fucking progress. We're trying, but not really, because everyone's got a goddamn Twitter account. Everyone's got a goddamn Twitter account and can tweet anything that they think right away. And that's a fucking huge problem. To tweet something that you think is fucking a problem. Remember writing? Remember having to fucking type it out put it on a paper, and going to fucking print it, that whole time going to print it, you thought, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't fucking print this. And a lot of people turned around. A lot of people turned around. But now you think, hey, you know what? Fuck all white guys. Fuck these, you know, uh, certain groups of people. And then you tweet it out and then, Everyone fucking swarms and agrees with you. And then all of a sudden, everybody's, you know, shitty. All comedians are shitty now because of what happened, right? And it's fine to make a joke about it. It's fine. It's it's fucking good and it's funny sometimes. But, you know, some people are like, fuck these people. Fuck those people. Fuck this. Fuck that. Think. Hey, man. Think. Do the drive. If you're going to tweet something. Any anything anything. This is the rule. If you're going to tweet something, do a at least mentally before you tweet it. Walk down into your car mentally in your head. Go to the fucking car. Drive mentally. Take all the turns to the nearest Kinko where you were going to print it out. Get to Kinko's mentally. Pay for something to be printed. Then get it. Drive all the way back. And home. And if you still want to tweet it, then tweet it. If not, don't. People with this fucking, oh, I'm going to say something right now, bam. Dune, it's out, it's out there in the universe. That shit could get retweeted four million times. And, uh, and there's enough crazy people out there. It doesn't matter. People think it's right. People think you're right. 
People think you're fucking right. You can say anything in this world, and there will be a group of people that think you're right. That's fucking problem. That's a huge problem. You're not right a lot of the time. A lot of the times, you're wrong. But if you're out on the internet, there's enough wrong people out there that it's going to agree with you, and now all of a sudden, you got a group. You don't deserve a group just because you have a Twitter. It's a fucking weird fucking time, man. It is a weird, 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 weird time. God damn it, it's so weird. I want to come on this podcast and be silly as shit. I want to come on this podcast and talk about how people are cutest. I want to talk about how you guys are my true babies. I want to talk about how we're backing up the Briggs truck together and how we're trying to get a fucking log cabin in the room. I want to talk about how it's stupid people are dabbing. I want to talk about how it's stupid people are fucking wearing stupid hats. That's what I want to talk about. But it's hard when in my face there's so much real shit going on. No kudos, man. No kudos 2018. You got to do the podcast how you're going to do the podcast, man. You can't come out here and fake the room, man. Comedians go out there, they fake the room. They go out there, they don't fake. You got to feel the fucking room out. If you go out there as a comedian and you fucking, and you, and you try to lift the crowd up to where you are energy-wise, it often doesn't work. So you got to come back down and you got to fucking finesse them. You got to massage them. You know what I mean? You got to get them a little bit horny. Sometimes you're not horny. You got to get a little bit horny. You got to get the crowd a little bit horny. That's what you got to do. You got to fucking seduce them and shit, you know? You got to fucking seduce these motherfuckers. You can't just come out there. You can't just come out there and show your fucking dick. You got to have them want it. Or if they don't want it, you go home. And that's okay. Some crowds don't want it. Um, I fucking slammed a guy today, dude. Let's, let's get a little bit light. I slammed a guy today. And you know what? I feel bad. I feel bad that I slammed a guy. And I, and I shouldn't feel bad because I slammed the guy for not doing his job. But I feel bad, man. I was at my fucking mailbox uh, center thing. And I, I walk in and sometimes I forget my key to open up my fucking door, the mail door. And I did. And there's one guy always there that has a problem with me about not having the keys. So I was like, you don't have your key. All right, I'll get it. Everyone else is nice as shit. Yeah, sure. They're happy to come out from behind the desk. It's fucking so simple. It's as so simple. You walk out, you fucking undo the thing, and you give me the thing. That's it. So he came out, and uh, so I and I was like, oh, it's this fucking guy. He's going to give me shit because I don't have my key. He said, hey, man, I don't have my key. Uh, can you open up? I said, I got a package. And he said, hey, man, do you have your key anymore? And I was like, yeah, I do. You always ask me, but sometimes I forget it. And he says, yeah, I'm starting not to believe you. So he's calling me a liar. So I said, hey, man, you work here, right? And he said, yeah. I said, cool. Can you get my mail? And before he said anything, I said, thanks. <laughs> it was the hardest slam I'll do all week. It's Monday. It was the hardest slam I'll do all week. It's a slam. It, dude, when you fucking slam someone and then go, thanks. That's fucking locking the door. That's a gunk. And then I brought this key, buddy. I'll lock it. How about that? How about the slam I just gave you? I'll lock that door. Hey, I brought the key for the slam I just gave you. Lock. See ya. Hey, and turn around in case I open the door back up. I'll fuck ya. Dude. Sit. 
it was a super slam. And and they didn't say anything, and I felt real bad. I drove home, felt real bad. It made me realize I'm not a sociopath. I felt real fucking bad. Because I should have the key. And I do. It's somewhere in my car, but like, you know, help, help me out. I pay for the fucking service, right? People don't want to do their jobs. I want to do my job. That's the thing. And I understand people are just lucky and feel good and happy enough to get a job because it's hard to get a job out there. Not everybody can fucking just throw. That's the other thing, too. I was listening to a rapper on the radio. Ah, fucking who was it? It was on my, my buddy Rude Jude's fucking thing uh, on XM. Who's good? You should check him out. But um, uh, he was talking to a. Actually, I know. I don't know if it was Rude Jude's show. But I was listening to XM. I was listening to XM and the rapper was whoever. What, rap, what rapper was it? He was on. And he was like, don't. Don't go for your dreams, he was basically saying. He was like, he was like, when I hear motherfuckers tell other young people to give up everything to to rap, he's like, that's terrible. He's like, if you have responsibilities and you have kids and you have uh, um, bills you got to pay and you're selfish enough to give it all up to try and be a rapper, you know, you're you're a fucking piece of shit. That's what he was saying. And there is some merit to that, really. I don't know. I mean, I don't have kids on purpose. I don't have uh, a family on purpose. And so that's because I was going to focus on my shit, becoming a stand-up comedian. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but I I think it was the right way for me to do it. You know? Um, But if I had fucking three kids, I don't know. You gotta get you gotta get this money, you know. I think that's the rap mentality. That's kind of the problem there. I gotta get this money. I'm gonna do a rapping. Maybe you could do it just getting a job at Whole Foods, though. You know, I'm gonna get this fucking eleven dollars an hour, dog. Um, but yeah, I was uh. So I slammed them, and I felt I felt alive. When you slam someone, you feel alive. You really do. That's the most alive you feel, right? It's like feeling. It's like feeling. It's like coming. How alive do you feel when you come? Right? When you have an orgasm? When you have norgasm? How alive do you feel? You feel alive when you do. You feel just as alive when you slam someone, but then you feel bad afterwards. It's a lot like orgasm and slamming someone because you feel bad afterwards a lot of the time, unless it was someone you truly love. Dude, how about I just feel fucking. I don't know. I feel weird these days, man. Everyone knows you, you know? Everyone knows you cuz you got a fucking I was at the I was at the gym the other day. How about I joined a gym? I know I I think I touched on this last episode. Nobody works out hard. Nobody fucking works out hard. Dude, when I go to the gym, I'm killing myself. I'm fucking jumping on platforms. I'm lifting weights. I'm running on the treadmills. Dude, I'm dripping wet. It looks like I'm in the middle of a fight. I look horrible. I actually look actually I look good because you look sweaty and shit. I think probably people think it's sexy. Hey, there's nothing I can do about it, babies. I'm dripping wet. My shirt my t shirt's fucking drenched. I'm looking mad sexy. It's nothing I there's nothing I can do about it. 
I got pink shorts, I got purple shorts, I got neon green shorts, and I got fucking gray shorts, and I got black shorts, and I rotate them. And I fucking, I look like, I look, I look, and I picked a fucking corresponding shirt. And you know what? I'm not fashionable when I work out, but I sure am thinking about it. But so I'm at the gym and I'm killing myself. These motherfuckers don't work out. They chat. They fucking text. They chat. And then some of these girls, dude, they wear full makeup when they work out. What's going on? What's going on? You're not working out that hard because your makeup will be runny as shit. They put on full fucking makeup, almost like a drag queen. And then they go fucking work out. What? Oh. Also, how about the fuck uh the outfits? That's the thing. I I got shorts and a shirt. Here's what you work here's what you use when you here's what you wear when you work out, dude. Shorts and a shirt or those fucking or pants and shoes. That's it. Here are the things you don't wear when you work out. Jeans. There's always a fucking weird Albanian guy in every gym is working out with jeans on, okay? And he's got like a dirty shirt. Who is that guy? You know what I'm talking about? Every time you go to a gym, there's some fucking guy with jeans on and like a weird dirty white shirt. And he's like five foot nine. And and you're like, what did this guy fucking stop in and just do some pull-ups on the way to fucking painting a house that you know that guy i fucking swear to god that guy's there at least one out of three times you work out and he never has a belt on either he takes his belt off so it's like pants are coming down and then uh here's another thing you don't wear when you work out a full-on sexy outfit if you're a chick hey there's no reason to see your fucking hot as shit cleavage i don't need to be getting a horn when I'm working out. How about that? Why the fuck I need to be horny when I'm doing incline? Why do I want to have an orgasm when I'm jumping on platforms? Hey, do I have a jump rope in my hand and my hard cock in the other? Sprob. Wear a matching thing, fine, but some of these... Chicks are, like, showcasing their titties. I saw a girl taking a fucking selfie at the at the gym, and, and she looked good. She had a great body. And uh, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, she's taking this selfie for her Instagram. Whatever, 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 okay? But then she fucking started killing it at the gym. And I was like, dude, it's me and her, man. We're fucking killing it together, dude. I mean, I, I didn't even work out near her. But I kept my fucking, like... I was like, I'm going to go harder because that girl's going hard. She was jumping rope, throwing the ball, fucking doing the sit-ups, doing fucking different side-to-side uh, side with the balls. And then she did the fucking treadmill after that, dude. Jumping up and down, doing the ropes, that fucking thing. Killing it, man. I was proud of her. I even know her. Oh, there's one guy that fucking is so big. And he has those, you know those, here's another thing you don't wear at the gym. You can wear a tank top, kind of, but if you have that real skinny th- tank top that's basically just a piece of floss in between your two titties, your nipples, dudes, 
Well, you got like, this dude is so big and he's got a tank top. And I swear to God, the tank top that he has is, it, it, it goes in between his nipples. It, it always shows his nipples. Like that fucking one. Like the G, like the string one and his nipples come out. It always shows his fucking nipples. Hey, don't show your nipples at the gym. The guy's a fucking asshole. Cover your nipples, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Cover your nipples at the gym. If you're a guy or a girl, cover your nipples. And we're showing you this shit on the video podcast. I swear to God, we can't even find one that's, that's, uh, it's, it's way less than that. It's like three inches skinnier than that. It's, it's literally like a shoelace in between his fucking breasts. And then it widens out down near his waist. And he wears a dumb as shit, like, bandana that only covers, like, it, like, comes up. And, like, it's like, get it together, bro. Get it together. You Lee Haney? You Lee Haney? No. I often want to know what these guys' real jobs are, besides fucking nutrition. I feel like all these guys work in nutrition shops. Or they all work in nutrition. Because it's funny to me to think about that guy, a guy who's so into fitness, but then he works out at like at Ralph's. He's a manager at like a fucking grocery store. And he just is dying to take off his fucking uh, ShopRite polo to go put. He's like, dude, I fucking hate covering up my nipples at work, dude. I can't wait to get to the gym and get that fucking shoelace in between my two fucking titties and just work the fuck out. And if you're a guy and you got the short short shorts and the fucking ass cheeks are, are hanging out, huh? Hey, if you're a girl and you have that working out, huh? But if you're a guy and you have that working out, huh? Harder, huh? What are you doing Show me the bottom of your ass? I don't need to get a horn whether I'm straight or gay at the gym. Shirt. Look at that shirt. Look at that shirt. We got you got to show that on the video podcast. No, you know what my favorite is? Look at the way he's lifting up his fucking pants. I, I love when they fucking guys at the they do it on Instagram all the time when they lift up one leg to show the fucking quad or when they put their pants down. A lot of guys take their they go they'll be in the locker room and their pants will be down and their underwear will be up. So it just shows like their cock all bunched up and they're fucking hiking up so you can see their quads. Hey, man, you know, that's fine. Just fucking leave your underwear the way it is. Don't hike it up so I can see your dick and balls all huddled together. Um, nobody works out hard at the gym and people are wearing makeup and and motherfuckers... Oh. It's just So I was at the gym and uh somebody said uh hey as I was leaving all sweaty and shit breathing really hard some lady came up to me hey you're a uh, hey you uh you unfriended me on Instagram first of all she doesn't know the fucking terminology okay 
So already, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. You don't ever friend someone on Instagram. Now, maybe I thought, now, now what that mean, what that I think anybody would think that means is I unfollowed her on Instagram, which I never followed her on Instagram. I don't know this lady. So I said, I unfriended you on Instagram. And she said, yeah. I said, Facebook? And she said, no, Instagram. And I said, uh, I, meaning I, I said, I, I never followed you. And she said, yeah, you blocked me. And I said, oh, okay, that's what she means. So I got her to say what she meant. And I said, oh, well, yeah, you must have said something rude. And she said, no way. I never said anything rude. And I said, oh, I only I only block rude people. And she said, well, I didn't. And I said, yeah, you did. And I walked away. That's it. What the fuck am I blocking her for being? No. Why the fuck would I block anybody? She said something shitty. And I blocked her. And then I walked away. And here's the other thing, too. It's fucking the uh, the uncomfortability. Uncomfortability is that a word? Uncomfortability. Uncomfortability. Whatever. It's a fucking word now. Um, when somebody um oh yeah, like when somebody one, one time this was fucking seven years ago when people try to make you uncomfortable with some shit that they're gonna bring up. I fucking love that. I fucking eat that shit for breakfast, bro. I eat it up. I love it. One time I was at the Laugh Factory. This was fucking years ago. And this girl came up to me in front of other people and said to me, hey, you asked me to hang out uh, um, on – she was a Facebook friend and we were fucking whatever. She was like, yeah, you, you asked me to fucking hang out on MySpace or f- fucking Facebook or something. Uh and she thought she was going to make me embarrassed in front of her friends. And I fucking, it felt, I felt like I became the Hulk. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. And I fucking hung it out there. to I hung it out there to dry, dude. You're going to hand me some fucking wet laundry? Dude, you're going to hand me some fucking wet laundry? Like I don't have a fucking clothesline? Are you kidding me? She thought she was going to fucking make me feel uncomfortable in front of a bunch of guys and girls she came with at the Laugh Factory about hanging out. And she thought I was going to fucking stand there with a wet sweater like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Nope. I fucking looked at her in the eyes and I said, yup. And I threw that shit in the dryer. And guess what? She felt fucking stupid after that. She didn't know what to say. She goes, uh, yeah. Dude, you're going to make me feel uncomfortable? I got fucking judo moves with that shit, man. I've bombed in front of 450 people at the Irvine Improv. You think that you're going to come up in front of seven people and say, hey, I remember you used to ask me to hang out on Facebook or MySpace and make me feel gulpy? You think I'm going to do a hard swallow for that? Give me all the laundry. I'll dry it fucking all. It's not, it's not going to work, dude. It's not going to work. I love it. 
I love that shit. I eat, I'll eat it. I'll fucking eat it, dude. I'll eat it. I'll keep it in my stomach for four hours. Wait till it fucking forms. Shit it out and deliver it back to you, baby. How about that? I just, these people, when people come up to me, hey man, what's up? What's up? Hey, you don't remember my name, huh? I look at them and I say, nope. Hey, how about this? Be memorable. I think we talked about this on the podcast, that part. But be mem- be memorable. If I don't remember your name, it's your fault. How about that? If I don't remember your name, it's your fault. Don't put the blame on me, man. I'll dry laundry all fucking day. I have clotheslines for weeks. What's my name? You don't remember, huh? I step closer to you. You understand? I step closer to you. And you know when the handshake is supposed to end? It doesn't end there. I grip. You can't get away. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, good. Hey, Chris. You, you don't remember my name, huh? Oh, wait, what are you doing with my hand? I'm holding it. And I'm stepping in. And I'm saying, no. That's how it should be. It's not my fault I forgot your name. Hey, guess what? If I met fucking the guy who cured cancer, and he said, hey, What's up? I'm Rick. I'll never forget that guy's name. You know why? It's memorable. You know why? It's memorable. Okay? If I remember some fucking dump truck of a man, if, if some dump truck of a man comes up and already knows me and I already met him and he says, what's my name, huh? Hey, who are you? Who are you? Hey, do you live in fucking Albuquerque? Because who are you? Who the fuck lives in Albuquerque? Guys like that. Guys who you forget their names. Sorry, Albuquerque. Had to pick some city. It's you. All that fucking artwork and shit. Albuquerque. Yeah, dude. You're not blaming fucking me for not knowing who the fuck you are. Da 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 ya. I'm loving it. You're not blaming me. Brown. Here we go, babies. Time for some ad reads. Time for some ad reads. Time time for some time for some ad reads. Time time for some time for some ad reads. You know that Red Man song? Time for some action. So annoying. Dated myself. All right, here we go. Uh, me undies, dude. If we're talking about favorite products of the century, here. Every year, millions of people receive the least liked gift of all time, underwear. But we still give it to our family and our loved ones who just don't want it. But maybe it's not the underwear that's our problem. It's the kind of underwear. I'm telling you, MeUndies is the kind of underwear that changed the game in underwear. It makes for an amazing gift. It really does. 
You might, you might not think so, and then when you put them on, you realize it. You get it then. It's the best. MeUndies is the best. It feels amazing around your trunk. Dude, it's my favorite underwear I've ever worn by a long shot. Um, it's the best gift that everyone is going to – they're, they're going to love you for it. They're, they are. They are. I've turned people to Meund- onto MeUndies, and they were like, dude, they hit me back. That ha- they have, it has nothing to do – we're not talking about it, and they'll hit me back and be like, dude, that MeUndies, huh? They're, it's awesome. Uh, this holiday season, to get your exclusive 20% off the f- softest underwear and socks you will ever wear, free shipping, and 100% f- satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash congrats. That's MeUndies.com slash congrats. MeUndies.com slash congrats. Tracker. Wallet, phone, keys. These are the things you always leave. You can't find, and when you leave the house, it's hard to figure out where they are. Whenever you leave the house, it turns into the world's most annoying scavenger hunt. But eight years ago, Tracker, spelled T-R-A-C-K-R, changed everything when they released their new, uh, their first tracking device. And now they've done it again with their all-new Tracker Pixel. Uh, when you misplace an item that has a Tracker Pixel attached, you use your smartphone, and a 90-decibel alert will help you find it in section- seconds. You can find it even in the dark because it's got an LED light. Lose your phone, just press the button on your tracker pixel, and your phone rings, even if it's on silent. And Tracker's 30-day money-back guarantee means you truly have nothing to lose. Go to thetracker.com slash congrats and get 20% off any order. That's T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K-R dot com slash congrats for 20% off. Thetracker.com slash congrats. It's great. Should we do not more or do we do? All right. That's it. Every time I start a new ad, my producer is supposed to put click start the timer and each ad is supposed to be a minute. He didn't stop it and start it in between the first two. So it went over two minutes. One fire. So many fireable offenses. One fire. Dude, one fire, you know? That's somebody's name for real. Juan Fire. He gets emails that say, hey, Juan. How hilarious is that? They don't even put fire. You know how disrespectful that is? Hey, Juan. Hey, Juan. When's the podcast up? You know? It's disrespectful. He's got a name. Uh He's got a name. Scanne. It's annoying. Uh, oh, man. I don't know what else, man. Fuck, I got involved when I was talking about that fucking laundry shit. I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio this week. So I was home for about three weeks. Well, no, two and a half after Australia. I got a lot of uh, um, material from Australia, which I'm happy about. I got about 15 new minutes, which I'm tinkering around with. I've got over an hour now, and uh, I don't know if it's – got to figure out what I want to do with the next 
hour. I don't want to rush into a special. I just had, had one come out. And I don't know. Most of my act right now is about my dogs because I've just been sitting around with them. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, all the shows in Columbus are sold out. I added another one and it's sold out. Uh, but it's a, is it really a four hour and 20 minute flight? I hate these fucking, make the planes go faster. Make them go faster. You can, you can, I know you can. Is Elon Musk the only one trying to fucking figure shit out? I feel like he's the only one that's trying to figure shit out now. This guy's like, yeah, 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 you'll be able to go to fucking Singapore in three minutes. And we'll be like, how? I will shoot a rocket up into the moon, and then it'll come back down, and you'll be there in three minutes. It's longer. Yeah, but it's thinner. It's thinner. The air's thinner up there. That's my favorite shit when people say, you can go faster because the air's thinner up there, which is true, but also at like, like... what, what, like, we got, we got fucking murky air down here. It's air, you know? It's not fucking Nickelodeon Gak. It's the second time I brought up Nickelodeon Gak in this podcast, and I've, it's the second time I've brought up Nickelodeon Gak in my life. So it's weird. But yeah, Elon Musk's the only one trying to figure shit out. Oh, hell, my God, dude. How about, Donald Trump's fucking tweet about the about uh, was it Kim Jong? Was that what it was about? Hey, I can't believe he called me old. I never called him short, and I could call him short and fat, dude. Donald Trump, okay, but you are old. Why would Kim Jong Un insult me by calling me old? That's not insulting to call somebody old. He's seventy one. What's old? A hundred and thirty. Oh, well, I try so hard to be... Let's just break down how the, how little boy this is. Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old? How about... Let's just read. Why would Kim Jong... Let's re, replace it with Kevin. Why would Kevin insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend. And maybe someday that will happen. That sounds right, to say it like that. I love always looking at the tweet under Donald Trump's tweet. It's always negative to him. And this one says, how the fuck are you in the White House? So funny. How, how, that's weird to even, not even to be the president and do that, but to just be a person and tweet that is weird. I People are like, it's got to be a joke, right? I don't know if it's a joke. The guy's a lunatic. And look, I don't give a fuck if you're Republican or Democrat. I mean, and I'll tell you this, man. These fucking liberals, these a lot of these liberals are pussy-ass motherfuckers. Whining-ass, crying-ass, bitch-ass motherfuckers. Grab your fucking... Grab your fucking junk and sack the fuck up, man. I'm not telling you liberals are right or whatever the fuck, but this guy, what... What the fuck is he tweeting? Man. That's so fucking funny, man. And and you know what? It's not, too. It's sad as shit. It's fucking scary, too. I don't want to get blown up. Don't want to get blown up. 
Um, yeah. Weird times we're living in, man. It's so weird the times we live in now. Sometimes I don't look. I look at a you know, you see it. You got it now, where it's like you see you see a you see a, a a pretty girl, and you're like, oh shit! I hope I didn't fucking assault her by staring too long. You know, I hope I I hope I she doesn't. <laughs> I hope she doesn't tweet about how I assaulted her because I stared at her at fucking Whole Foods. crazy man it's crazy when a really beautiful woman walks into a room though because the whole atmosphere changes everything changes no matter what whether you're a, a girl or a whether you're a girl but rooms full of girls room full of guys full of guys a room full of guys beautiful woman walks into a room of course guys notice and they're like oh, oh no and some guys are going to be pervs hey check out the tits look at the ass Right? Some guys are going to be like, wow, look at that lady. She's amazing. All the guys are going to want to be with her. Okay? That's just how it works. Science, human. But when a beautiful girl walks into a room and there's girls there, a lot of girls are going to be like, wow, I bow down. A lot of girls are going to be like, wow, that girl's a bitch. <laughs> just for being. But um, some guys feel like, a girl, you know, when a girl work, walks in and she's so hot, and you walk in and you're just, and the guy thinks like, "Oh, I'll fucking have a." F-. Sometimes a girl so hot she walks in the room, I think I'll have a family with her, now, to trap her, <laughs> to fucking trap her, so she's always got to be connected with me, like how girls fucking trap dudes and put holes in condoms or fucking say they're on the pill but they're not secretly on the pill like they're like yeah i take it at 9 a.m every day but they don't and they fuck up and they take it at 10 30 some days and then you fucking squirt in them and then they have a kid and they're like sorry i take the pill and you trapped them I, that's how hot some girls are i want to trap them by having sex with them and for nine months being like hey look over here and then it'll be like, wait, what the heck? I'm having a baby? And then be like, yeah, you're mine now. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? Play Bejeweled. Play Bejeweled. I think I got something going on. No, 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 no. Just here. Play Minesweeper. There. Okay. And then until it's like five months in and she can't get rid of the baby and you're like, oh, okay, I guess, guess we're just going to. Guess we're just going to have a family then. And you knew full well. You trapped her. I, I remember when I was a kid and Britney Spears was the shit. I thought I would. I And I thought this and I meant this. I thought I would. Uh, I would marry Britney Spears right now without knowing her and live a life with her. And now I know that that's the worst idea in the world. Because you don't know somebody, how can you marry them? But uh, that's, uh, I, I remember thinking that. That's how you get fucking, that's how you make those decisions when you're fucking 18 or whatever. Like, what if what if I, I said that and for some reason that fantasy just came, became reality and Britney Spears was like, yeah, let's get married. And we had a family and I was fucking married to Britney Spears right now. 
I probably wouldn't want to be. I probably would have been like, ah, that was a real fucking knee-jerk reaction. I'm getting a fucking panic attack right now with this shit. Hey, guys. Gonna read some more ads here. So we can back up this motherfucking Brinks truck. It seems the... Look, Square Cash is the, is the best here, all right? It, it it seems that all of my true babies, all of the true babies, all of our true babies are switching to the Cash app. It's the number one finance in the app store, so let's get involved. Uh, it's the best way to pay people back. Friends, family, coworkers, kudos. Uh, sending and receiving money is totally free and fast. Here's how it works. You download the Square Cash app. Link to your debit or credit card. Select an amount to send. Type in a friend's phone number or email address. Complete a payment. They'll get a notification that they just received money. That's it. No gimmicks. Square Cash is better than the other guys. It's not a network. It's not a social network. You don't. People don't know when you're paying somebody for trash bags or whatever. Uh, the cash card is cool. It's this new black debit card that you can design yourself with the app. It's a real physical card that you use to keep cash in the app anywhere you want, and you can pay for it with the app like a regular credit card. You get notifications for all payments made with the card directly with the Cash App. It's very cool. It's futuristic. You want to be from the future? Use this Cash App and laser etch your card to personalize it, and it will be delivered to you for free like you're a king. Download the free Cash App for iOS or Android now. I want to talk to you guys about something called Man Crates, okay? Look, it's real hard to pick out the perfect gift for not even just for anyone, for guys, it's practically impossible. For girls, you get nice things, you get things, you know what girls want because it's girls. But guys, these Man Crates ended that. Mancrates.com, the surest way to find gifts that guys will actually love. It isn't a cheese of the month or a new tie. I mean, imagine getting these guys that, that, that those, those, those suck. Man Crates offers a hundred hand curated gift collections for every type of guy from the rugged outdoorsman like me to the sports fanatic like me and everything in between like whiskey appreciation crate with a personalized decanter and glasses for his favorite drink or the grill master crate with a brass knuckle meat tenderizer and a cast iron smoker box. I mean, what dad, what guy wouldn't want this, these things? There's a lot of, there's a hundred different ones. Go to mancrates.com and look at them, pick out the perfect crate and choose the delivery date. I've seen the website. They got a hundred different things. It's amazing. When his crate arrives, he gets to pry that Box open with his own laser-engraved crowbar. It's really manly. Both Men's Health and Allure magazine are saying man crates are the perfect gift for men. And these two don't agree on anything. Because one's Men's Health and one's Allure. They have thousands of five-star reviews and every man crate comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Own the holidays. Go to mancrates.com slash congrats and get 5% off your order. That's 5% off at mancrates.com slash congrats. Mancrates.com slash congrats. Remember in the, on the episode where I went, do them at your lure. I forget what that was for. Just taking your, your dick and balls out. Wow. How times have changed, huh? Don't do them at your lure anymore, huh? Hey, don't take your dick and balls out anymore, huh? I remember someone was saying, uh, uh, hey, if a, guy, if a girl wants 
you to take her dick out, she'll ask. <laughs> Imagine if that was the world we lived in. Hey, I would like you to take your dick out at this point. Oh, cool. Zzz. Huh? Read the signs better, that's all. Read the signs. How about if someone's legs are crossed, don't take your dick out? Yeah. Or if, uh, you know, in public. Leave it in. If you're in the car kissing, or if you're not kissing, don't take your dick out, I guess. <laughs> if you're kissing, you're in the car, or if you're in a place with a bed in it, you can start to maybe slowly unzip your pants. Maybe. It's a real gray area here, though, you know? You can't really fucking navigate it, where everyone's going to just keep getting in trouble, because the area is so fucking gray. Some people are fucking crazy out there. You'd be kissing and shit. Trouble. Hey, if a girl wants you to take your dick out, she'll ask. Huh? But that's not the world we live in. That's insane. Uh, but yeah, be more responsible, guys, on taking the old dick out. Eh? Taking the old dick out. All right, here we go. Quip. I, I love this uh, company. Uh, you don't need a big expensive toothbrush to get the oral care you need. You don't. You get the same refreshing clean uh, with something simpler. That'll give you the best brushing experience you've ever had. The words exciting and toothbrush have literally never been used in the same sentence until now. Quip. It's the new company that's refreshing the way people brush their teeth. I use it. I take it on the road with me. It's an electric toothbrush, Quip, that packs premium vibration and a timer and, and timer features into an ultra slim design, and it's half the cost of bulkier brushes. It's like the, it's like if Apple designed a toothbrush, really, kind of, uh, but without the big price tag. Uh, you have to see it and brush it with yourself. It's awesome. You can even subscribe to receive new brush heads on a dentist-recommended three-month plan for just $5, including free shipping. Quip is backed by a leading dentist that was named one of Times Magazine's best in uh, – Best Inventions of 2016. They won a 2016 GQ Grooming Award and made an on Oprah's 2017 New Year's O list. Quip starts at just $25. Right now, get to go to getquip.com slash congrats to get your first refill pack with free Quip electric toothbrush. Go to getquip.com slash congrats to get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. First refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash congrats. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash congrats. Dude, so um, I was, somebody sent me this one, dude. Uh, Somebody sent me this one. I got to get right into this. This is so funny to me. Hey guys, it's time for the most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh oh. The most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right, dude. Now, this one is amazing, okay? This is just a guy who is. St- now, picture this guy. He's standing near a. No, he's. I don't know if he's sitting or standing. It's a selfie. But he's videoing himself near a kangaroo. The kangaroo's in the background, just being a kangaroo, okay? And it's a video. 
And the caption is pure amazement. So that's what this guy's. Now, this is what this guy is saying. I'm just going to play the video for you. And and he has got to be 100% high. If he's not, it's even better. Okay? This is what he says. Timothy Leary talks about these moments in which you experience afresh the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding on our nerve endings. He's, of course, referring to a holy moment. Otto Rank's Mysterium Tremendum e Fascinosum. As Tim Duty wrote, during these moments of <laughs> in which we utter ecstaculations of amazement, we get to recontextualize the self as a marvelous conduit in a timeless whole from which molecules and meanings flow from neurons to nebula and back again we transcend the been there's and done that's of the adult mind we awaken to our common ecstasy we and then it cuts off (laughs) what a cock what a fucking cock utter extaculations Utter extaculations. Google extaculations. Extaculations. I mean, literally, your search extaculations did not match any documents. Have you ever Googled something that's never had results? What? A fucking half-hard cock this guy is. Dude, this guy's gotten laid, you know? This guy has had a conversation in business. He's standing near a kangaroo! I mean, what is this guy saying? And he laughs like he's making a joke. Like he's like, <laughs> like he, like, yo, dude, what? I'll be going to play again. Timothy Leary talks about these moments in which you experience afresh the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding on our nerve endings. He's, of course, referring to a holy moment, Otto Rank's Mysterium Tremendum e Fascinosum. As Tim Duty wrote, during these moments of, <laughs> in which we utter extaculations of amazement, <laughs> we get to recontextualize the self as a marvelous conduit in a timeless whole from which molecules and meanings flow from neurons to nebula and back again we transcend the been there's and done that's of the adult mind we awaken to our common ecstasy we it literally means nothing does that mean anything what does this guy think it means literally expecting extaculations and transcending the been there's and done that's and the have nots in the world timothy kaczynski wrote uh, talks about these moments in which you experience afresh the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding experience afresh the hardly direct energy to a holy moment this part ranks mysterium tremendum e fascinosum as auto ranks experience it sounds so much like a robot right there auto ranks experience in the tremendiosum and the furious awesome 
experience of fresh, the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding on our nerve endings. He's, of course, referring to a holy moment. Anytime someone says, of course, like that, he's, of course, referring to, you're a fucking such a cock, dude. <laughs> extaculations of amazement. Have you guys ever experienced extaculations of amazement? Timothy Leary talks about these moments in which you experience afresh the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding on our nerve endings. He's, of course, referring to a holy moment. Otto ranks mysterium tremendum e fascinosum. As Tim Duty wrote, during these moments of <laughs> in which we utter extaculations of amazement. In which we utter extaculations of amazement. Let's see what else this guy says. Hello, guys. I'm Natalia Tadic uh, from Colombia. Natalia's from Colombia, guys. And we were just having a conversation about uh, you find what you need to find in life when you need to find it, right? Whatever, <coughs> when you're looking for something and you need to hear it, it tends to show up. And right. Natalia was telling me that she discovered shots of awe during a time in her life when she was really kind of hungry for some kind of answer for something right yeah and definitely here I am. this guy's smile dude what a fucking what is happening psychodynamics i'm interested in how different places and spaces and people everything you have to take into account with your sensory apparatus informs your subject in other words, your experience has to take into account where you are and who you're with, right? You become what you behold, as McKenna said. We are the sum of the people that we'll spend the most amount of time with. But if we're interested in creating spaces for contemplative introspection, if we want to search the worlds within and without, we need to be craftsmen of our fate. We need to filter out the wrong crowd. We need to customize our spaces and places to unfold. This is experience design. Take into account the psychodynamics of people and places and curate. I mean, I have extaculations of amazement right now. Dude, what is he saying? Just the way he's talking and just... We are just the lump sum of what of who we hang out with, right? So what is extaculating about this whole apparendium post-mortem podium is basically what, what... Okay, so what Galileo said was, we're all walking around and amongst us we have all, the external hard drive of the mind, so to speak. It's... What we do, we we plug into the extraterrestrial, uh, somewhat of a dark matter. Uh, I've been laid four times. That guy probably gets so much ipus pus, dude. I, I I could I, I here's the thing about me. I can listen to this guy all day and just be laughing and crying. 
and fucking loving it. Now, I know that a lot of you guys are like, all right, this guy, come on, man, don't. Fucking, come on, talk about other things. But how can I do that? (laughs) When there's this guy. How can I do that? Oh, this guy fucks. I like this guy. I like this guy. I actually like this guy. No irony. It's a great quote. It says, when information is cheap, attention becomes expensive. And of course, in the age of social media, in the age of the internet, we are drowning in information. Every two days, we create more data than in all of human history up until that point. So information <laughs> is cheap. Therefore, attention has become expensive. The currency of our age is attention. Attention is the new oil. If you can retain eyeballs, if you can hold on to people's focal points or even a minute and a half, you are golden. And so the question, of course, becomes how do we curate our attention span? How do we discern and mindfully apply this scarce resource? Because it is scarce of our own attention. How do we not let people hijack us? How do we put into practice a kind of curatorial mind? And it cuts Dude, why is he saying it like it's Shakespeare? Why is he saying it like he's in a... Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Oh, fuck. I gotta hang out with this guy. Dude, here's the thing, man. This is why I like this guy. You have to be passionate, man. Oh, fuck. This guy's blowing my mind. Not in the way he thinks he's blowing my mind. This guy is walking down Runyon Canyon, which is a hiking place in Hollywood, doing these these videos. I mean, he's saying nonsense words. This guy, in a way... Oh, fuck, man. Like he said to hold on to their focal point. And he th- the best part is he thinks it's funny and he's laughing. Dude, I I I I I can listen to this guy all day. God damn, and he's so passionate about this shit. I, I Oh my god. This guy rocks. He gets a follow. So funny, dude. I remember actually seeing him on um uh, a thing on on TV, uh, and I thought, I, I, oh god damn man! I mean, god damn! I'm sorry. I'm, I got to tell you, that guy took me fucking to task, bro. Uh, the best part is when he laughs at his shit. You know, it's oh man. How about people who are just so fucking uh, always telling you quotes that other people said? As McKenna said, as 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 Tim the Toolman Taylor mentioned. Wow. Whoever DM'd me that guy, thank you. Really, what a treat, man. You fucking made my life better. I'm fucking a howling. I was almost crying there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was like fucking made me laugh harder than the Michael Caine. I'll do it. 
than Michael Caine's website. I'll do it. Oh, fuck. Imagine Michael Caine and him in a fucking room together. Or oh, the staculations of, of amazement. I'll do it. Do you want to do a staculations, Michael Caine? I'll do it. Um... All right, let's look at some of these questions, dude. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Um, Clout Stavo, at Gustin Fuenmayer. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, too many letters. Thoughts on Friendsgiving? No, you know, if you know anything about me, you know, absolutely not. You can do it. Don't call it Friendsgiving. I, I, I don't, you know, the words are the words. We're using the words the way the words are, okay? It's Thanksgiving with your friends. Friendsgiving... There's some corny shit. Uh, what does that even mean, that one? Cammy, Cammy B, at Cammy B1. Do you ever take too long on the toilet? You have to shut the water off in the shower? Huh? Fuck are you talking about? What? Take too long on... I think it means uh, like you start it and then go to the bathroom and then you got to well, – what do you What do you mean? In the middle of taking a shit, you got to get up and do, just finish your shit? How long are your shits? I mean, yeah, maybe that's happened. Now what? Glad you asked that. Go to another one. I obviously don't want to have that one. Um, but look at the one my producer just had up on the screen. Go ahead. Go back. Go back. Do you like it when you hold your poop in? I mean, one fire, dude. This guy fucking puts it up. Do you like it when you hold your He thought that was a good one for me to answer. One fire. Why the fuck would I want to answer that? <laughs> look at this one. Hey, Chris. And... Fucking made it so I couldn't see it. Hey, Crystalia, I really just want a slam. Well, you have to be deserving of a slam to get a slam. Sometimes when I slam my friends on text chains, I send them a picture of a door. So that's the door slamming in their face. They're no good ones, huh? Look at this one. Just Oh, my. Michael Caine. Somebody just alerted me to this one. Michael Caine, Michael Caine tweet, tweeted, I am a chilled night on a warm night. Click that. April 2011. Wow. I mean, oh man. You know what's weird is like how famous Michael Caine is and then he's on Twitter and has like probably like 200,000 followers. Um, We already did that one last week, I feel like. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. That guy fucking killed me, dude. You don't have any more? You didn't pick any good ones? There were no good ones? Nope. Nobody fucking gamed the system today really that well? You guys are asking stupid shit like, do I like it when I hold my poop in? Oh, man. That's a fucking stupid question. Although I read it. What was that one? That go up? Uh... Yeah, you guys. Oh, here that's a I just saw something. Um I don't how about when people do inside jokes? 
to people. You know what a pet peeve of mine is? Is when you're with seven people and somebody does a joke that you have with one other person that the rest of the six people aren't going to get. Don't do that. It's not worth it. You're making every you're making the more of the people uncomfortable. It's not worth it for the guy, the one person to go like this. Oh. Plus, that person feels uncomfortable because the other people don't get it. You're not doing it right. You're not doing humor right. You're not doing humor right. Go to the website and get uh, the No Cuda shirts, man. They're out. Look at them. If you're on the video podcast, you can see that shit. No Cudas, man. Because it's 2018 coming up, and dude, I'm, you got to get rid of these Cudas. No Barracudas 2018. That's the fucking thing. 2018, no Barracudas, baby. Um, No Barracudas. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to wrap this up, dude. I mean, I'm, I was, I laughed so hard. Oh, well, we got a new elder, babies. You want to talk about a new elder? Here we go. Introducing a new elder. This is probably like the seventh or eighth one. Gabe Eatman, at Gabe Eatman. Why? That's G-A-B, or maybe it's at G-A-B-E-A-T-M-A-N. Um, made a YouTube video that uh, made me laugh that of the Super Mario song I was singing on the episode 31. Fried butterfly. Uh, so yeah, we'll DM you with the details, man. But congratulations from congratulations, congratulations from congratulations for your certificate and pin. Uh, it's coming to you, Gabe Beatman or G Beatman. Um, so thank you. This shit made me laugh. It was for his like uh, his class or something. He had to do it, and uh, it was pretty killer, dude. You can look it up on YouTube. Super Mario theme song. Congratulations with Crystalia. Crystalia. Um, all right, so uh, let's wrap this up. Square Cash, you got to switch. Download the free Square Cash app, design your cash card, get it for iOS or Android now. Let's do it. Join me. Join me, babies. Join me, babies. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, getting more and more hits on the YouTube videos. Uh, it's fun to to watch. We cut in some stuff with it. And uh, so if you, if you, if you want to watch the videos, watch the videos. Uh, go get some merch and then see, wear it at the shows, baby. Yakuda. Um, no kudas, congratulations shirt, you get the fucking, uh, tired eagle sweat crewnecker, you know, uh, subscribe rate and review the show. Tweet me at congratulations pod or use the hashtag congratulations pod video episodes go up Tuesdays or Wednesdays upcoming shows, babies, Columbus, Ohio, Irvine, California, San Jose, California, San Diego, new show added in San Diego. That's going quick. So Make sure you fucking um, you get on that. Riverside on New Year's Eve. Come celebrate New Year's Eve with me. Uh, Winnipeg, we added a second show. Those tickets are almost gone. Figure that out. And Calgary, we're going to. Man on Fire, my special. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to go watch it. And thank you for listening. And remember, dude. Staculations. Remember, dude. Extaculations of amazement is the key to life. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are my babies. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs>